Welcome to the Lessons in Real Estate Show, bringing you information directly from industry leaders in multifamily and commercial real estate. Each week, Anthony Pinto interviews top multifamily experts and digs into the hard lessons learned on their pathways to success. We get real to give you a more comprehensive picture and help you avoid pitfalls others won't tell you about. You'll learn about raising money, growing your portfolio, and attracting investors to your cause. And now your host, Anthony Pinto. Hey, learners, and welcome to another edition of the Lessons in Real Estate show. I am your host, Anthony Pinto, and today is Monday, and that means we're bringing you another PCI Teaches, sponsored by Pinto Capital Investments. And uh, this week, we're going to get a little nitty-gritty into some details regarding the SEC or the Securities and Exchange Commission. And this may go over a lot of people's heads, but I really kind of wanted to break this down because I think the information we're going to present here today is really important to understand as both a limited partner and as a general partner and how you are presenting your potential deals if you're planning on doing a syndication. And today's topic is going to be about exempt offerings uh, that are legally able to be offered uh, to individuals without having to specifically register with the SEC. Now, let's kind of cover the background knowledge on this. So um, in a previous uh, PCI teaches, we talked about the difference between a syndication and a joint venture from a legal sense. And that main difference is that you are selling a security when you are offering a syndication and that you are bringing on limited partners who are doing uh, nothing to uh, impact the deal itself or active in the offering itself. And they're purely limited partners in that regard or passive partners. And so in selling that security, it obviously has to be registered with the SEC, and that may not be obvious, but the SEC and the Securities Exchange Commission uh, specifically monitor and regulate the selling of securities uh, within the United States. And the SEC is the main powerhouse that has really made sure that there is uh, hasn't been a lot of unethical and corrupt behavior within um, the capital market as a whole, um, but also regulates really any sort of business dealing that could potentially be offering securities or, or legally selling securities. Now, the as you can imagine, the process for registering these securities with the SEC is pretty stringent and takes quite a bit of time. Uh, there's a lot of paperwork that goes into it. It's, it's rather expensive. And so from a uh, sense of a capital market fund, like a mutual fund or an index fund or um, starting a company and selling stock in that company, it taking a lot of time um, may be fine. Uh, it you know you want to do it right, you want to get it done, and you do the necessary steps to get yourself into uh, your company being able to sell securities or or legally offer them in the very in the first place. Now that may take months or potentially even a year or more uh, to get that done. And when you're dealing with real estate specifically, or you're dealing with a time sensitive um, you know, sort of fund where you need the money quick to purchase a, a property or purchase a business or whatever the situation is. Waiting a, a few months or a year is not really always an option, particularly with real estate when you're dealing with a property that you may only have, you know, 90 days at most to be able to close on that property. You don't have six months or a year to, to be able to fumble around with your syndication. So uh, knowing that the Security and Exchange Commission has offered um, a few different options so that you don't have to register with the SEC. 
And some of these you may know already as um, if you are familiar with the syndication realm. And the main two offerings you're going to see uh, when you're dealing with real estate syndications are the private placements. And those are regulated under the rule 506B and general solicitation. And those are regulated under the rules 506C. And in the previous uh, PCI teachers, we talked about what the difference between the 506B is and what the in the 506C in terms of if you can publicly solicit individuals, publicly sh uh, showcase your offering and what type of investors can get on board, uh, what kind of the timeline is and, and all of that. And so I encourage you, if you want to know more about specifically the 506B and 506C offerings, please take a look at that PCI teachers from a few weeks ago. Now, what you may not know is that there are a lot of other, uh, a couple other options um, that you can go through if you want to legally offer and sell securities without having to specifically register, register with the SEC. And the first one of that is known as the Rule 504 Regulation D offering, and it exempts the uh, the registration and offer of a sale of up to five million dollars of securities within a twelve month period, and um, you know it's often used when you are um, reporting companies or you have some sort of investment company. Um, it is not particularly used when you are uh, dealing with um, secure or dealing with real estate in particular, um, but in in this case, uh, it gives you the the, op, the ability to exempt from having to do the registration, and you still have to comply with uh, state security laws and regulations in that state which securities are being offered, which are often known as blue sky laws, um, and you still have to register in those regards. Um, and you may have some additional reporting that you have to do as well. But again, that Rule Five Hundred Four, Regulation D, Rule Five Hundred Four, is not often used uh, when you are dealing with syndications as a whole. Some other means that you may look into um, when you are trying to form your syndication or really trying to raise money for a particular deal. Um, and those two funds, which a lot of SEC attorneys will tell you may be a better option, but it may be more expensive in the long term, is the regulation crowdfunding option or Reg CF, as it's uh, often called. And as the name implies you are crowdfunding through a number of different um, individuals who you may not know directly. And um, it requires a specific form of, of rules and stipulations that you have to abide by so that you don't have to register that with the SEC. And here's some additional rules um, that you may have to follow with this regulation crowdfunding. Um, that require, first is that it requires all transactions under the regulation CF or Reg CF to take place online through a SEC registered intermediary. And that's either through a broker dealer or through a funding portal. So a lot of the sources you're gonna see for this could be uh, are like SeedShare, um, ground floor, uh, sites that are more publicly known, um, but that can be, uh, that those sites are specifically registered with the intermediary so that they are complying with the um, regulations set up by the SEC. The second rule is that uh, it permits a company to raise a maximum amount of $1,070,000 through the crowdfunding crowd crowd offerings in a 12-month period. So that may not seem like a lot, and, and ultimately it is not really a lot, 
uh, when you're thinking of trying to raise two, five, $10 million through these crowdfunding sources to fund a real estate purchase. Uh, third rule is that it limits the, the uh, amount an individual investor can invest across all fund crowdfunding sources in a 12 month period. So again, that is um, through, it has to be through an SEC registered intermediary. So that is getting tracked uh, through those methods. And then finally, there's the disclosure of information and filings with the commission and, uh, and to investors and the intermediary facilitating the offering. So really there's a lot of extra paperwork that goes into that. And so this may seem like um, a great way to um, raise funding or raise capital to do, you know, uh, purchase a real estate deal uh, through some sort of syndication method. But, you know, there's a lot of stipulations that go into this. There's a lot of extra, um, I guess, uh, regulation that goes into this and, and a lot of extra oversight. And there's a lot of limitation on how much money you can actually raise, uh, given what the SEC actually lays out. So again, you may not see this too often, uh, specifically with um, in, in regards to real estate offerings, uh, since there's that limitation, there's a lot of extra paperwork that goes involved with it. And then the last option uh, we're going to talk about is the Regulation A option, uh, or Reg A. And um, there's a couple different methods that you can go about doing this. And when we're talking about Reg A um, offerings, we're, we're talking more about the Regulation A plus offerings. Um, and they are exempt from the registration for public offerings in that there is a lot more, um, I guess, restrictions that go into uh, those offerings in terms of the uh, disclosures you have to give out in terms of the actual eligibility, uh, the auditing that's required for it. And so when you're uh, talking about a regulation A plus offering, you have two different tiers that you could be talking about. The first one is tier one, which allows you to have offerings of up to $20 million in a 12 month period and tier two for offerings that are up to $50 million in a 12 month period. And why you would pick tier one versus tier two, uh, I'm going to talk about in a later uh, series where we really kind of dig deeper into regulation A plus offerings, but it has to do a lot with um, if you have to abide by uh, blue sky laws or not, if you have to do a certain number of audits, what types of disclosures you have to provide, what sort of accounting you have to do, how often you have to provide some sort of, uh, of disclosure audit to the SEC. It's a lot, of, a lot of specific information that goes into it, and I can talk more about that later. But just understand that the Regulation A offering is also an option uh, that is exempt from having to register for public offering. But one catch-all on this one is that, yes, you can publicly um, solicit individuals or uh, publicly um, you know, advertise your offering. Yes, you can bring in non-accredited investors, but this option is often... Um, rather expensive to get set up in the first place. And it may not be the best when you're trying to do, um, you know, one syndication at a time and, you know, trying to find one property, raise the money for it through a syndication, close on the property, and then do it again over and over again, just do the legal costs that get associated with this. And it's normally a, a little bit longer timeline overall. So those are the Exempt offerings in accordance with the SEC. Again, we'll cover those. Uh, I'll repeat those. That is the private placement or Rule 506B, the general solicitation or Rule 506C, the limited offerings uh, through Rule 504, regulation crowdfunding or Reg CF, and then Regulation A 
or Reg A or Reg A plus funds. Um, and again, those are the offerings that are, those are the methods that a company can use to legally offer and sell securities without having to register with the SEC. If you want to know more information about each one of these different uh, methods, please check out the sec.gov website or the Securities and Exchange Commission uh, website. You can also Google that to find out more about the individual regulations, uh, or you can just Google each uh, method to find out more information about it and what involved is involved with those regulations. So I hope you have learned a lot. I know this is kind of a dry topic, um, but I hope you have gotten something out of it and has really kind of helped you understand, you know, the kind of the bigger differences involved with uh, regulation, all these different regulations. So until next time, I hope you have enjoyed this PCI teaches and I'll catch you later on the lessons in real estate show. One more thing before we go, I want to be real for a second. If you are enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way to promoting the show and continuing to bring you great content from stellar guests. I read every rating and it helps me develop the best practices and give you the best possible version of me and the show. If you have any comments, recommend topics or guests, you can reach out to me at anthony at pintocapitalinvestments.com and we can connect. That's all I have folks. Catch you next time on the Lessons in Real Estate Show.